It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Anything going on today? Matt Steinman, is there nothing going on? At, uh, after 2 o'clock today, is uh, Governor Mike DeWine will be here. But uh, until then, the chairman CEO of Western and Southern, John Barrett. John Barrett, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And, John, how are you? I'm well, Willie. How are you? Taylor, life cannot be much better. And uh, I was very happy to learn this morning about 7.30 a.m. that uh, something that is traditionally Cincinnati that we thought was gone is back. So well, you, you can't let it go, Willie. I, I mean, people are, are behaving in all sorts of different ways. And our thought was, how do we get as close to normal as possible? For 44 years, people have enjoyed these fireworks. They'll be a little different this year. We're going to set them off in your backyard. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> your neighbors will love you. Yeah. They'll give you more reason to move downtown quickly. Correct. And, and at the end of the day, People are going to see the same quality show on television. It will be shot live in the local area. We just can't disclose where, but it might be at your house. It might be. It, it might be. But my thinking is this. This is an unusual year. Let's try to get some of the usual things back. And I was really heartened. You know, we've been working from home and all that stuff. But yesterday I learned that the Western Southern United Way campaign hit its all-time high. Really? Yeah, we, we always do the first one of the year, which bodes well for David Taylor's campaign this year. Um, and people are, are understanding that people are in need and putting a hand out to them. So I, I, I'm, excited about, I'm excited about our city. We're the right size. We, we can get things done right. You know, we always have to beat each other up, regardless of which political party we're in. But we, but we, get, we tend to get it done. At the end of the day, I am familiar with some of the hurdles, the obstacles, the fears, the apprehensions, uh, the struggles. And Americans have always done difficult things in difficult times when things had to be done. Can you speak briefly about the difficulties in this climate to put on the WEBN fireworks sponsored by Western and Southern? Uh, In this climate, how hard was it? It wasn't easy. No, no, No area wanted it. But Joe Rossi had all these bombs, and he said, if I can't set them off legally, I'm going to do them in, in Billy Cunningham's backyard. <laughs> my, my backyard's only about a half an acre. Let's do it in Barrett's backyard. <laughs> and I, I said, I like, I like Cunningham's backyard myself. But, you know, the, the guys at iHeart, the guys at Channel 12 and, and Joe Rossi, they, they all kept saying, can we find some other way? As did our folks, David Nevers, and I don't know if you know Mary Beth Ray, but she was right. intimately involved in, in convincing people around here how important this was doing, to do. And everybody kind of said, if we can find a way, let's do it. And so, and so, and so uh, what is the reason you cannot announce the location? Because, of course, I know the reason, but, but what's the reason that, uh, that, that you cannot announce where it's going to be? 
because we don't want a crowd. We don't want we want to respect the social distancing that people are doing a pretty good job of. And if you tell somebody where it's going right. to be, we get a half a million people on the river. If we only got a hundred thousand people, it would be you know way too many. And so, can you announce it's not going to be on the Ohio River? It will not be on the Ohio River. Don't come there. Don't, don't come there. It'll be somewhere else, and at some point it may leak out because of Segman Dennison. But uh, it will not leak out here. It will not leak out Ohio, <laughs> Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, uh, Michigan. Can you announce it'll be somewhere in the tri-state area, either Ohio, Kentucky, or Indiana? At 9.06 on that night, it will, the fireworks will take place within, you know, the greater Cincinnati area for sure. Right. And the encouragement, in fact, the requirement of this event is that no one personally attend it. It must be watched on Channel 12 and listened to on WEBN. Those are the rules. That, those are the rules, Willie. Now, Absolutely. On a, now, on a completely unrelated issue about the Western and Southern Tennis event, which I know is one of the great events in our town, to me it's like having the All-Star Game here every year. That's and right. because of the requirements of the pandemic, et cetera, and the ATP, it had to be in New York. What can you tell us about the status of the event in New York, the Western and Southern, um, of course, the fireworks? Uh, first of well, all, I know you're hurt by having to do this, but what are your feelings about the tennis in New York? I hated to see it played not here, okay? And I made a big pitch to the USTA to have both tournaments here. I thought we could have done a great job at the tennis center. And at the same time, we could house the players at our hotels downtown, have them in their own bubble. You know, we have one of the – I won't go into which, which team, but one of the, the Major League Baseball teams has been staying at our new hotel, and they said it's the best place they've ever stayed. They just loved it. You know the one in Lytle Park. Right, I've been there. But if we took that in the Phelps and maybe the AC, we could have put the entire tournament up here and run buses out to Kings Island for the, for the tennis all day long. It would have worked great. But the, the sponsorship in New York and all that stuff is what it is, although nobody can go. Right. So they're going to put the players up, uh, I think, at, well, I better not say where, but they're going to have the players in one hotel in New York, and it's going to be um, in Queens. And so they're going to keep everybody fairly close and try to pull it off. But the, but a couple of big-name players said Cincinnati is a wonderful option. In fact, the players wanted to come here yeah. because of Kings Island, the golf, the amenities, the kind of tournament it's run. And just New York is New York, and God, they won't let. But they wouldn't let them get out here. They'd have to be staying in, you know, like they will in New York. Yeah. Well, the that, question is, will they? Well, no. But uh, that's a different issue. New York beat Cincinnati. We only beat them in the World Series. That's about it. But as far as coming back next year, with what degree of certainty do you believe the uh, tennis tournament uh, will come back to Kings well, Island next year? I would say it's a hundred percent, Willie. We have that agreement. So 100% we're going to get back your tennis tournament. Yes, sir. All right. Now, lastly, as far as the fireworks, the main purpose of this fireworks, of course, is the entertainment, the end of the season. Also, it's a tremendous charitable element. Also, has those kinds of things going on. Uh, what level of – without John Barrett, there'd be no fireworks, period. And there'd be no fireworks this year because you might recall five or six years ago in that meeting in your place when we came to you and said, look, we got a problem. And you, you stepped up and said, okay, this is too important for Cincinnati. I'm going to do it. But one of the elements is, uh, of all the things Western or Southern does is the charity and things of that character to alleviate the suffering of so many. And uh, as far as the fireworks this year, are you somewhat certain unless an asteroid hits the earth, it'll be back where it belongs next year, which is on the river? 
I certainly hope so. I have no reason to believe it won't. And and the charity that benefits the most from this is the free store. And, and you know, they, those guys, they need the food, guys. We, we need the money for them. And they've just embarked on a brand-new uh, capital campaign to, to build a monstrous facility in northern Kentucky to serve an even wider range. And uh, David Taylor, CEO of P&G, is kind of heading this baby up. And uh, we're in, uh, American Financial's in, Synthos is in. We're going to get this thing done, and you're going to get all the, the, the local guys to say, this is the right thing. We're going to support the hell out of it. And um, and right now, you know, P&G is on one kind of a roll like you've never right, seen. Right, And they're going to run this campaign uh, for the free store. So we couldn't be happier with our association with Proctor, with the free store, with with the whole city of Cincinnati. And in this, what you'll see, the tennis tournament's starting right now in New York. Right. And we're going to, Chris Collinsworth and I did an ad together, which is a veiled plug for if you're, you know, in a big city right now and you're shut out and your people working from home, why don't you come to Cincinnati? You can start with a branch, but someday your headquarters ought to be here. This is the ideal office place in the world. Let's make the most of it and get more folks here to, to enjoy it. And right now we have capacity. I don't know what the hotels are looking like. I know your your, your joint down there on, on, on by your building is just off the charts. It's I, I tried to get a, a dinner reservation. It took three weeks, but uh, I didn't want to pull John Barrett card. But uh, it, it's unbelievable. But this is the place to come if you're looking for a safe place for family and others to come in a in a good community with the great public schools and social commitments and the river and Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, and all that stuff. There's no better place in the world to live. You could live anywhere, and you live here. Uh, listen, this is the best place, and we just have to we have to bring the right kind of companies here that will help you know the economy grow and prosper and, and be charitable and do the right stuff for the people here. All in all, you couldn't do better than here, Willie, and we're just lucky as hell to be part of it. we still got the big match. It's going to be you and me against uh, Wally and Bob Kohep. It's going to be done at some point. We're going to try to get you a couple extra strokes. You, you better do more than that. A couple strokes. You need a couple, John, just a few. I, I mean, just a few. And a major announcement is Western and Southern W. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Fireworks is on location. when it, le- it will leak out at some point because of Segman Dennison, but if it does leak out, that means that uh, the message needs to go out now and fully and completely that there will be no attendance. No one will be permitted within so many miles of the uh, of the fireworks. You cannot come. You must watch it on Channel 12, and also you can listen to it on WEBN. And once again, John Barrett, thank you very much. Willie, thank you, and thank you to all your friends at iHeart who make this place such a wonderful place to be. Now, D- DJ Hodge does a great job, and John Barrett, thank you very much. But thanks, Willie. God bless you. All right, let's continue now. And uh, congratulations. I've been involved a little bit behind the scenes and the locations, where it's going to be. Can it happen? The one person who said beginning six months ago, there are going to be fireworks this year, is John Barrett. And uh, the location, I'm sure, is going to leak out at some point, but understand you will not be permitted anywhere near them. 
it's up to Rossi's in order to give us an event that is commensurate with the 44 years of this. And then next year, God hope, next uh, September, we shall be back where it belongs on the river. And uh, thank you. Now, let's continue. I'm watching the Reds game last night. And uh, I did not hear what Tom had said because it was not on Fox Sports Ohio at all. There's an app you can purchase, MLB, and it's run out of New York. And um, the, the they have various individuals who run the games audio-wise. It did not air on Fox Sports Ohio. And I did not hear it. No, I, I would think unless you went on a website now to hear what was said, that no one heard it locally unless you had the MLB app. And there was a producer in New York who potted up the live mics in Kansas City about, uh, what, five or six seconds before the pregame show, the second pregame show, was uh, going to begin. It did not originate here, did not originate at Fox Sports. Uh, Ohio did not originate at Fox Sports. It originated at MLB, the app, which you can spend so much money and get to hear all the Reds games, whatever. And so the the app went up, watched the game, they went up on your device, and uh, a hot mic caught uh, Tom Brenneman saying something that everyone says should not have been referenced. It was a mistake. It was, it was according to the to the red statement, horrific. And uh, it, it was then uh, picked up in New York, and then it was quickly in social media disseminated all over the, the country. It was ESPN. It was a major story. And I'm sure um, Tom Brenneman feels worse about it than anyone. And so um, coming up after 1 o'clock today, Evan Millward, his uh, Channel 9, 9 stands for News and Sports, uh, has written a rather thoughtful Twitter posting about uh, what uh, Tom Brenneman needs to do and things of that character. Uh, I'll freely admit that uh, Marty and Tom are friends of mine. His wife, Polly, has two kids, uh, friends. I, I see them here and there, but Tom Brenneman and I have had a relationship going back to when he started here doing morning sports about uh, 34 years ago when he came out of OU and Ohio University. And, of course, as many sons want to do, as many daughters want to do, they want to follow their, their dad or, in some cases, a mom in their chosen profession. And I can specifically recall sitting at a table at um, the Duke Energy Center, although it wasn't named at that point. I was sitting at a table with Tony Kernan, who was running Channel 5 at the time, and Tom got up, he was 22 years old, at the convention center for some event. I forgot what the event was. I've been to so many events, they run together, but this stuck in my mind. That Tony Kiernan of Channel 5 said, after Tom got finished, he said to me, he said, you know, that guy's pretty sharp, even though he's a Brenneman. And I said to Tony, yes. And within a couple days, within three or four days, he was hired here. And then uh, quickly, he began his broadcast career. Showed up for work, did his job, met Polly, had his couple great kids, and uh, lived his life and continues only, may I use the term only, 56 years old. But he's been at this about uh, 34 years. And uh, he has uh, made a terrible blunder, a mistake on the air that was caught in a hot mic that I am told last night references a line from a movie, Blazing Saddles in which Slim Pickens is on a horse, and he references Kansas City using the F word, three-letter word that refers to, to, uh, to, gay, to gay men. 
and um, I'm not sure anyone knew locally for quite a period of time what had transpired. And by the time it went uh, from New York back to Cincinnati to Fox Sports, Tom Brenneman was taken off the air in the second game. And in the middle of his apology, a home run was hit uh, that he had, no, of course, no control over. That uh, some said made it look insincere, but Castellanos hits a home run in the middle of his heartfelt apology. It was like it was like Tom's fault that he hit the home run. Oh, there's a home run. It's four nothing Reds, and made it in the minds of some look insincere. And so uh, I have a Twitter posting that I put up uh, last. Uh, I put up this morning that I want to share with you, which I think kind of summarizes some of my feelings. And I've uh, had many responses, and also Evan Millward has agreed to come here at uh, 105 to discuss what he's posted. And uh, what I said was this morning about uh, about uh, 10:30 in the morning uh, at Willie 700 WLW relative to my friend Tom Brenneman. As for the screaming leftist cry for his banishment after a heartfelt apology, let those without sin pick up and throw the first stone. Where is grace and understanding of the expression of wrongful words intended not to be heard? Do you forgive him? And uh, I think Evan Millward of Channel 9's written a rather thoughtful column on Twitter relative to uh, meeting with Tom, which uh, if I can in some small way help set that up, I will uh, provide Evan with the uh, identifiers and numbers for Tom and whatever I can do to bridge this gap. No one defends what was said. What what I'm saying is, is that Tom is a good man. It's a good son. It's a good husband, good father, good broadcaster. And does he deserve a second chance? Assuming his apologies were heartfelt, which by every objective indicator they are. I've thought about calling Tom or Marty or Jeff or Chris or, or, or Jim day or, or Tommy, I mean, well, what do you say? It's, I feel almost as if uh, I've lost a friend, and that's not the way life ought to be. But for the grace of God, there goes I. And so if you want to make a comment on my Twitter account, you may do it. And I want to get your thoughts now at uh, 513-749-7000 or pound 700, the new AT&T. And uh, set up the rest of today's show at 205. Governor Mike DeWine will be here. And you just heard from John Barrett, the fireworks are on. But do you accept his apology? Is it unforgivable? Is it one of those broadcasting crimes that cannot be bridged? And um, what now happens to Tom Brenneman? 513-749-7000, pound 700, the new AT&T. Bill Cunningham, The Great American Live at your home of the Reds. News Radio 700, WLW. Hi, Billy Cunningham. Coming up in about 20 minutes is Evan uh, Millward of uh, Channel 9. And on my Twitter account, I uh, referenced his posting on Twitter. And uh, anyone, he goes on to say, hot mics have a funny way of revealing things we want private to Cincinnati and Sports Twitter's credit. Reaction was swift. And uh, he talks about, uh, what about forgiveness? Evan Millward says, quote, he's coming up in 20 minutes, quote, as a gay man, I want to know why, as a journalist, I always want to know more. We only heard a split second of the statement. I have so many questions. What was Tom talking about? Why did you choose that word? Is that commonplace in Fox Sports Studios? Did anyone say anything about his word choice before they knew it went over the air? 
Is he truly sorry, he said, or just sorry it went public? And for those who need some education, some understanding of the hurt in the gay community, just reference uh, Evan Millward of Channel 9, which I've referenced. Go to my Twitter account. I put it up because it is so thoughtful. He goes on to say that uh, LGBTQ plus youth are rejected by their families, or eight times more likely to report having committed suicide, 5.9 times more likely to report high levels of depression, three to four times more likely to use illegal drugs, four times more likely to report having engaged in unprotected sexual intercourse compared to peers and families that reported no levels of family rejection. And um, I heard from more than one person Wednesday night about this struggle. I cried in rejection. We more often than not hear the word that is brought to us here. And then he uses the word in this. uh... Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Twitter posting of Evan Millward. Personal experiences. Uh, I'm of a, shall I say, a different generation. And uh, when all of our friends were having babies and children, it was great. 15, 20 years later, still got back together. Uh, do things high. At that point in American society, if you had a gay son or a lesbian daughter, it was kept secret within the family. It was got out that so-and-so is gay, which meant they were rejected by their family. There goes the grandchildren was a reference that was often said. Scott Sloan had a call this morning from some who said that um, their experiences with a gay son was such that they were barred from all family gatherings. They could not uh, have a Christmas or Thanksgiving with that person if it was some sort of a, a community get-together that there was uh, epithets hurled toward that person that marginalized and kept them out of the family structure completely. Thank God those days are done. And um, and today it's a completely different era in relative to acceptance of of gay and lesbian lifestyles and persons. At no point when I was 13, 14, 15 years old did I choose to become heterosexual. It was who I was. I just from the from the time I saw uh, young girls and uh, through puberty, you saw them as uh, someone that was desirable. And I'm told that uh, the same thing happens to uh, a lesbian or a gay person. They have the same attractiveness toward same sex as I would have toward heterosexual, toward girls and women. Now, for those who say I listened to a caller, I think misinformed this morning with Sloney about, uh, you know, God. And one of the things that happens, there was a was his name Phelps from Kansas or something that would show up at uh, funerals. And God hates, and he used the uh, the F word to describe 
homosexuals. And, and somehow some say, well, that's First Amendment. It's not First Amendment. First Amendment. No, you don't have the right under the First Amendment because that's directed against governments, not organizations and not persons. There's been a complete change in the attitude of American society in that regard. And I certainly believe that Tom Brenneman is part of that positive change. Why he used the F word, I'm told it was in reference to a clip of a movie, Blazing Saddles, when Slim Pickens said that about Kansas City and homosexuals in the movie that everyone laughed, enjoyed it. It was a comment. There have been comedians like Eddie Murphy who for years does a whole bit on uh, what it means to be gay and black, for example, and people laugh like crazy. And it's similar to the N-word that black folks own it in a way and can say things that white folks cannot say. And in the gay community, there was a, a caller who identified herself as a lesbian this morning with Scott Sloan, who said that word is often used in gay bars. Now, I've not been in a gay bar, but uh, I'm told that within the, within the uh, gay community, that F word is used regularly, and it's somehow acceptable. So Tom Brenneman is not in the category of those who say is acceptable. Tom Brenneman is in the category of those who say it is wrong and unacceptable. He might have been referencing the Blazing Saddles movie because they were in Kansas City. But I don't know. I've thought about calling Tom or calling Marty or calling Jeff or calling Tommy or calling Jim, calling Chris. To what end? What do you you say? And There's nothing to say. It's wrong. Shouldn't have done it. There was a producer in New York that potted up his audio about three seconds before the pregame show and the second game was to begin. And it wasn't broadcasted anywhere in this market. It was broadcasted only on the MLB app. And I don't know how many people heard it, but now Chris Seelbach, P.G. Sittenfeld, Greg Landsman, and others are piling on. And Greg Landsman is saying, uh, fire Tom Brenneman as if uh, those without sin are casting the first stone. I, I, I don't know where you put this in broadcasting crimes, but in my business, the way life is conducted today, it's near the top. I don't know about the N-word, but you can reference women in certain ways. In fact, uh, may I use the term rap lyrics are filled with references to women's bodies and also gayness in one sense or another. I'm told that Cardi B, who just interviewed Joe Biden a couple nights ago, as the number one song, and it references uh, bodily functions and insertions of some objects and treatment of men and their genitalia in a way that would be objectionable, but within that art form, it's acceptable. In, in this art form of broadcasting, it is not acceptable. Fully recognized by Tom. Fully recognized what he's done. Completely. I, I can feel his pain just through the air into me. I know. I don't have to call him. I know what he's going through. Exactly what he's going through. And so in this business, when you do something of this character, it is thought that every time you see Tom Brenneman, instead of thinking about Reds baseball, you'll be thinking about this event, in which case it will take away the enjoyment of Reds baseball fans watching Fox Sports Ohio. When you see Tom Brenneman's face, you'll be thinking about this instead of a double play. So that's the analysis that's done by those who make decisions of this type, of this quality. What others say of other circumstances 
I guess doesn't matter. The 21 people shot in the city of Cincinnati. The, the uh, of course, the publicized references of Chris Seelbach when he called police outside of a bar saying, don't you know who I am? And that kind of stuff. And P.G. Sittenfeld under criminal investigation for saying things on these text messages that were not intended for public dissemination. That uh, were ter- terrible references that P.G. Sittenfeld and Seelbach and Wendell Young and others, Tamaya Denard, had referenced that uh, have not received much comment or attention at all. In fact, it is so irrelevant what P.G. Sittenfeld have texted about other cultures and other people that it doesn't it isn't even brought up because of progressive privilege. It, that doesn't justify what Tom Brenneman said. It does not testify, but different rules for different folks in different circumstances. So um, I very much look forward to learning the comments of Evan Millward of Channel 9, who uh, is going to be with us in about 15 or 20 minutes. And if you want to hear more about uh, what he's going to say, I referenced on my Twitter account, from his Twitter account, how his feelings, what he wants to, what he wants to reference. And uh, I think it should be a very informative discussion. Uh, I'm sad. I'm sad more than anything because I've known the Brennemans all my life. I've known Tom since he got into this business working here in the morning, and I know his heart. He is not anti-gay. He's not homophobic at all. None of the Brennemans are. Tom is no different. He made a mistake, an error, that he's going to pay, I fear, one hell of a price. So with your permission, um, I'll take a short break, and then we'll uh, hear your calls. We have Walt and Rex, many others. I especially would like to hear today, if possible, if you don't mind, if you're in the gay community, and you may change your name if you would like, to reference you personally, how you have taken, how you process this differently than someone else who's not walked a mile in your shoes or in your high heels. Well, I don't have your experiences, and you don't have mine. But uh, there's been a fundamental change in the way these issues are viewed, and uh, Tom Brenneman, I fear, will be a victim of uh, individuals who want to use this as an example. And um, Tom Brenneman, the one I know, is not homophobic. And uh, was he referencing the movie Blazing Saddles? Are those true feelings? I don't know. But those who have skin in the game is all of us, and especially those in the gay community. If you would like to respond, 749-7000 or pound 700, the new AT&T. So let's continue 50 minutes after the hour. In about 15 minutes, Evan Millward of Channel 9, who wrote a rather thoughtful piece in the Twitter about his reaction, who's coming out gay as he has, and uh, how he processes this differently then others may process it because of his experiences and because of those who have been so harmed by so much anti-gay bias in our society, especially when it comes from families, especially when it comes from moms and dads who don't accept you because of who you are. So let's continue. Tough day. News Radio 700 WLW. All right, let's go right to the calls. Let's go to Lynn in uh, Lebanon, the home of the Golden Lamb. And, Lynn, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Lynn, how are you? I'm fine, Mr. Cunningham. Can you hear me, sir? I can hear you fine. How's the golden lamb today? Um, I don't know. 
standing by there today. (laughs) It's a beautiful day. How could it not be a beautiful place? What are your thoughts about Tom Brenneman? Well, Mr. Cunningham, I have talked with, I'm on the other side of the fence, okay? You were asking for some callers uh, who are gay, which I just absolutely hate labels. I'm just a man. And anyway, I have spoken with Mr. Brennan many times, not a few times at the Red Game. I've even had some pictures taken with him. I just enjoy listening to him. He's always been so kind and nice, him and his father. Um, I would say his father's a little more edgy than he is, than Tom is, but I respect him so much, and I surely hope this silly, silly comment, which me being a gay, it took nothing from that, really. I was, I was surprised, but uh, did I really hear that? But I said things myself off the cuff. So, Lynn, is it acceptable yeah. within... The gay community, if I may use that term, to refer to others using that F word. Is that we had a caller earlier today from Scott Sloan who said it happens all the time that lesbian ladies will call each other that word. Is that your experience? Well, no, we call each other dykes. Oh, dykes. I'm sorry. We don't call each other fags. Oh, I'm sorry. I think that's for the boys. I think that's for the boys. <laughs> okay, can you, can you, what punishment, you know, in the criminal law, there's, there's little punishments for little things, then there's a capital punishment for the worst things, which is murder, and, 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 and normally in life, the, 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 the penalty's got to fit the crime, okay, you did this, you get that, nobody would say on a petty theft, you get the death penalty, within employment law, discharge is the death penalty, is the worst thing that could happen. And so what penalty should be extracted from Tom Brenneman, if any, for the expression of these? Shouldn't the penalty fit the crime? And to my way of thinking, what is the proper penalty for this? Well, I don't know. Penalty is is the word to be used. Since everybody's focusing on a word, um, I think he should get a little reprimand. He already apologized profusely last night, and probably is today. I just haven't had the radio on or had a contact around, you know, with him to hear it. But there are, aren't football players, for instance, employees, Mr. Cunningham? Yeah, ba- basically, Tom Brenneman is employed by Fox Sports. He's not employed yeah. directly by the Reds or by this station or by, yeah. you know, he's employed by Fox Sports, and then the, the, these other entities uh, entities approve his they don't object. So the guy that signs his paycheck is Fox Sports. But my point is, are there not some football players who have done huh. way worse <laughs> yeah. and yeah. paid yeah. a yeah. more of a price, like so prison, and came out and got their job back? Right. Then on so forth. Maybe in broadcasting, I, I think I can recall someone who is in broadcasting that is a convicted felon. Yeah. We're much worse than using a word. So those are my thoughts on it, Mr. Lynn. Cunningham. I, I really would like to hear Lynn, what you have to say. Thank you, and you continue to have a great day. Lynn, thank you. Lynn from thank Lebanon, you. thank you. Let's continue with more. One o'clock, home of your Reds. Coming up in about seven, eight minutes is uh, Evan Millward of Channel 9 and his references to the harm inflicted upon uh, the gay community by these comments, et cetera, and a very thoughtful posting he has on Twitter. That's in about five minutes on News Radio 700. WLW Cincinnati.
All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. I want to thank John Barrett again for coming up about an hour ago to pay and take care of the Western and Southern at WEBN Fireworks to make sure it happens at an undisclosed location. Also in about one hour is Governor Mike DeWine on his uh, twice-a-week update. But until then, Evan Millward of Channel 9, 9 stands for Sports and News. As a column posted, this is not a time to be quiet. Tom Brenneman, help me understand. Evan Millward, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Evan, how are you? Hey, you know, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well, Willie. All told, I got to tell you, uh, I'm pretty honored to be kind of wedged in between uh, two <laughs> power players here. So thanks for taking the time to hear me out. I appreciate it. All right, let's talk about you going back in time. Uh, talk about your own journey as a young adult and the difficulties you encountered. Well, I'll tell you, I, you know, and I don't want this to be too much about me. I, I had it. I, as I write in the column, um, I had it pretty darn easy. I have got very supportive parents. I've had friends who are champions, uh, if anything. I've had it easy, but I, just because I've had it easy and I have support doesn't mean that I don't get this thrown my way uh, from time to time. It happens. And, and I write in the column that any gay man I know remembers one or a dozen or two dozen times where that word was thrown to us. And I usually call it a drive-by because it seems like the people who use it tend to not want to actually confront you with it. They would much prefer to yell it out a window at you. Um, and so I write about an instance not that long ago that that happened to some friends and I uh, downtown, actually. And I remember that one because I remember it more for my reaction to it, and I'm not proud of my reaction to it. I mean, I, like, went out and hauled off and, like, kicked this woman's car, and I, which truly could have ended poorly for me. And I'm not proud of that. So, I, you know, what I really hope happens here, after what happened and, and everyone's up in arms, and, uh, uh, regardless about it, and I just, this is an opportunity to seize a moment to have a conversation about it. Um, because I think, as the, the headline kind of says, if 2020 taught me anything, it's that we're talking a lot, and that's actually really good, and we're talking about a lot of very hard, deep societal things, and it's hard. But we're talking, and that's good. So let's make this a conversation because I truly don't. I mean, I just want to know why. I'm a reporter. I'm a human. I was just like, what? 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 Why? How? <laughs> well, where'd what that come happened? from? Uh, according to uh, someone who called me this morning said it was in reference to a clip from Blazing Saddles, the movie, in which Slim Pickens was on the back of a horse talking about uh, the F word and Kansas City. And it was in reference to that because they were in Kansas City. That was the context. And that doesn't make well, it right, but it just was the right. context. I, you know, and it's, he, I, as a matter of fact, that is maybe my favorite movie of all time for its sincere foulness. And, I mean, it just offends everyone, and it's, that's why it's so funny. Um, but, yeah, I, that does not excuse it. And no. he got the, if, if that was the reference, he missed it by a mile. That's there's a very specific reference there. Um, that's another very specific phrase used um, derog- in a derogatory way. Um, but it, yeah, he missed it by a mile. And so the column ends with me saying, I, I'm, and I'm very serious about this. I would love to sit down and, and just talk about it because truly, I I'm upset. I'm frustrated. Upset? Not even. I'm frustrated. Um, I, and I write. You know, I I grew up watching the Reds. I went to Ohio U. So I'm a fellow Bobcat. We talk about Tom Brenneman, and we talk about this career, this storied career that isn't going anywhere. I mean, it, 
it wasn't over. I don't think it is over, uh, but that's not for me to decide. Um, but we talked about it, and I just was, I just couldn't, I, I was like, I have to understand. I have to understand what this is. Um, and I think so much today, we do a lot of yelling, and then we shut things down, and then we've never actually dealt with the issue. Right. Kind of like a, dr- uh, a drive-by. So my question com- is, yeah. you know, what do we do about it? Uh, and I would love to talk to him about it. Uh, you have some statistics in your in your column, which I think is illustrative of the difficulties. Uh, I never made the decision when I was thirteen or fourteen to like girls, and and, and it just happened. And, and there are many right. times I think you made you didn't make the decision to like boys when you were thirteen. For it's just happened. It's who you are, and, and it's uh, a very confusing time because you're like I this is uh, I've been told this is not how things go. I what is this? Um, and that's why you see so much mental health. Uh, concerns with with kids, but yeah, I mean, the, I, and I just pulled some of the statistics at two in the morning as I was writing and then rewriting and then deleting and rewriting. Now you have eight point four times more likely to report having an attempted suicide, five point nine times more likely to report high levels of depression, three point three to four times more likely to use illegal drugs, three or four times of unprotected sex, self image difficulties. I'm not normal. Every time you drive down the highway, there's a beautiful girl. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Up there, your friends were talking about women and girls and, and may I say, often a negative reference and you don't fit into that crowd. And then when you finally do come out and you say who you are, you have to put up with many times, not in your case, but moms and dads and families and brothers and sisters putting you down, laughing at you, saying, OK, you're not going to have kids. And then also it's as far as beatings and things of that character. And none of it makes any sense because there's the reference this morning to a caller from Scott Sloan that it's a, it's a choice to become gay. I never made the choice to be straight, and uh, it, it just is what it is. So for those who say that God is somehow involved in the decision-making, a caller this morning said that God didn't create homosexuals or lesbians. You, you have that choice and that God is behind it. We had a guy named Phelps that used to show up at funerals with those terrible signs, what, what's God hates and using the F word. For those who say this, right. that this is something that you choose, what would you say? You know, I grew up in the United Methodist Church, and I was always taught that God don't make no mistakes. Uh, and, and we're all beautiful in his eyes, right? Isn't that what we were taught growing yep. up? And, yep. uh, and I, I truly think we're all put here for a reason, uh, and we all have this manifest destiny, and we might as well make things better before we leave. Isn't that what we're called to do as Christians? And so I, that's always, and the, the, the church wrestling 
with homosexuality uh, is a whole topic for someone right. much smarter than me. Um, yep. I, you know, I can speak to me, and that's about it, but there are so many people who have done so much more work in that front, and uh, all I know is I know who I am, I know who my friends are, and, and, and I know that God thinks everyone's beautiful in his eyes. You have in your column, to understand why it is such an ugly slur, you need to understand its violent origins. A search turns up plenty of information and plenty of piles of twigs, a bundle of sticks. By the mid by the mid 16th century, those bundles of sticks were used to burn heretics, or as NPR found, quote, quote, fry a faggot, unquote, is what NPR said. And that's where it begins. It began with, with that. And much like the N-word to an African-American, that's where it began. When I read that, I said, I, you know, I, I'm stupid about many things. I had no idea that was their origins of the word. And you go on to say, later it would be used to degrade women. Now it, it morphs in the 1800s, 1900s, and, and a way to emasculate a non-heterosexual uh, man meant to put a gay guy down for being weak. Right, you know, and I grew up, and look, I every time I typed the word last night, and that, like, you know, I know you were just reading from the column, I was like, oh, I, oh, I hate the, uh, everything about this. Um, I, you know, for a long time, I told myself I wasn't going to let that word bother me. It's just a word. Um, but too often, it's just a word means too much. And I'll tell you something, I learn things about LGBTQ history every week. I've got friends who really have made an effort to study this. And so in the last few years in particular, I've, I've been like, you know, I need to understand this more. I need to have better conversations about this. Right. I need to understand where things come from. Um, and that's sort of, you know, at the point last night into this morning that I, that I, as I was writing and I didn't, I, that's all I know how to do. Right. I mean, Willie, you and I work with words every day. Right. Um, that I, in essence, wrote it for me and then started to hear from other people. And, and a, a couple of people actually reached out to say that they had never thought of it as anything bad until they heard it in that context out of fully out of nowhere. Um, and, and they were like, wow, that really was jarring. And and they have life experiences or have family members with life experiences uh, that are tragic, and they they were like I am I'm mad, but I but I'm sad, but I don't know how to feel about this. And that's when I was like maybe maybe if I do if my bosses agree, and to their credit, and I know they're listening, um, to their credit, I sent it to them at like four in the morning, and by the time I woke up, they said. Multiple of them. I sent just to a few of people who I just. I was like, I just give me some feedback. Is this? Uh, should we do this? Um, and across the board, everyone said, Yeah, I think this needs to start the conversation. And again, I just think at this point, we've done a lot of yelling about yeah. everything yeah. in 2020. Yeah, let's just talk about it. Been a tough year. You have a post and quote. Don't tell me you haven't said things you regret. So the argument is, I hear it all the time. Kobe Bryant in 2011 called an NBA official the F-word, and yep. he, he got a technical foul. And uh, music, whatever it might be, but tell me, how do you respond to those who say, but for the grace of God, there goes I, and that you've said things, I've said things, other people have said things, they wish they hadn't have said, I don't think I've said that word, I don't think I've said the N-word, but I've said things that piss people off all the time. How come this word is more hurtful, more more damaging than referring to a woman's genitalia or some other reference that is somehow less striking 
to a gay man to use the F word with a gay man is like using the N word to a black guy. You just can't do it. And some have said the inflection in Tom Brenneman's voice wasn't it seemed more harmful. Explain that. I, you know, I hear that. I, 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 that's part of why I just want to understand more. I, I need to know the context. I need to know what this is. Um, I don't, I don't like trying to compare terrible words because I, I, I just, you can't. But you know, there before the grace of God go I. I write in in the column about, uh, you know, I've been in TV for very close to ten years, commercial television for very close to ten years, and. I have said my fair share of dumb things, even though we all know, you know, a mic can always be hot at any time. It's, you know, sometimes we get complacent, whatever, but I've never said anything quite like that. I've no. said some stupid, silly things. I've swore. Um, we, you know, we try and check ourselves uh, when we're, whether it's out of the live shot or in the studio. I write about an experience. I got suspended for a day from Channel 9. Um, because I was making fun of a promo once and someone somewhere mispunched something and it went out over one of our sub-channels at a really inopportune time. Oops. So I fully understand Oops. where Tom Brennan <laughs> is coming from. Oops. Like, you know, I, I fully understand how that is really out of your control, awful timing. Um, what I need to understand is why we were talking about this and why that word came out as if it was nothing. Uh, and that's really... I just, I think we are much more productive when we can sit down and talk about it and then say, okay, what do we do about this? You know, I, I would love to sit down with Tom and talk about it, and then I would love to hand off and have him hear some other experiences because, again, mine is relatively easy, and, 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 right. and, and it's been, I, I can joke about things, but there are people who I really need him to meet. There are uh, moms and dads, husbands and wives that had children who came out gay, who felt as if, at least in my generation, not yours, that their son or daughter had died. It's over with. You're not going to be part of our family anymore. I don't have any of those personal experiences. I'm told that that you can't come to Thanksgiving. You're hereby ostracized as if you've committed some horrible crime by being who you are. I think in the last 20, 30, 40 years, we've come a magnificent direction in the right way to accept people, let others judge, uh, and a divine character. But as far as human life, uh, I like dealing with you because your first name is the same name as my son. And I've always liked Evan Millward because my son is named <laughs> Evan. And so I right. feel attracted to people like that. And, and, uh, it's a strong name. I, I, my, my wife picked it. I like the name. And you end up by saying in, in your Twitter posting about how disappointed, how hurt you are, from one broadcaster in one Ohio Bobcat to another, I'm disappointed. I feel a bit betrayed. I'm sad again, and I just want to try to understand. And so yep. uh, assuming the apology is heartfelt, and I know Tom Brenneman a lot better than you know him because I consider him a good friend <laughs> right. of mine. Uh, he is destroyed. He is profoundly sad. Uh, where, uh, Evan, where do we go from here? So this is not just a moment, but it changes hearts. I, you know, I think it starts by talking and, and I want Tom to listen more than he talks. And then I, and then I want to know, I want to know why I want to know how, uh, and then I want him to understand. And then I, you know, I just, I, I want to know where we go from here and, and, and he may have ideas and, and you know what? I, whenever we're allowed to have parades again, I would love to walk next to Tom Brenneman in a pride parade and have him talk to some folks. 
Um, there are some really amazing families out there and some really amazing parents who just yeah. uh, could not be bigger supporters and, and allies. I would love for Tom Brenneman to become an ally. And, and and not just a not just a, a passive ally, but one who who is active. Who the next time that word gets said, uh, whether it's in Great American Ballpark or in the Fox Sports Ohio studios, that Tom says, I, "But why is that funny to you?" Yeah, kind of like the N word. You know, I, I don't hear it yeah, anymore. Why is, why is that funny to you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've said that twice in the last fifteen or twenty years. Some of my compatriots used the N word, and I said, "Hey, hey, I, I'll say to them, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Don't go there." And uh, I haven't heard that word among my groups, but I, I, you know, if somebody would say that word in my group, I would say to them, hey, you know, let's not use that. That, That's not good. And and if someone like that stands up, it has more impact. May I say someone like you, because if it's a friend saying it, it, uh, then it's different. Someone who's not that, you say, we don't we don't do that. And you got to change hearts one by one. It can't be done. Can't be done. And then the best way to do it is to to do it as a as a human to human person to person. Uh, you know, if if that doesn't work, I guess you move on to yelling. But I've always felt like we change more hearts when we understand how they beat. And so I got to know where people are coming from, and we go from there. Would you mind if I gave Tom your cell phone number? Absolutely not. You've got my number. All right, Evan Millward of Channel 9, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, Bill. Have a good one. Nine stands for news. Thank you very much. Uh, let's continue with more. Your reaction, we're not going to do a stooge report, obviously, today. We're going to continue with this topic. And then after 2 o'clock, and, uh, we'll be uh, Governor DeWine, and I will uh, text Tom now that telephone number and encourage him to call Evan if that's his desire to do so. Sometimes the pain is so fresh, it might be a day or two, but uh, Tom will have his number within the next five minutes. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. <laughs> All right, Billy Cunningham, let's uh, continue now. And uh, because time is short, as you know, the governor speaks Tuesday and Thursday, generally at 2 o'clock. I will uh, go to the fast break with Matt Steinman's permission. We're going to have uh, CK and Tom will be first. Tom is from Bethel, which is a hotbed of Black Lives Matter protest. I've been to Bethel, and I love Bethel's feed and seed. But... Uh, Seven four nine seven thousand pounds seven hundred. The new AT and T. Each will be given approximately one minute to expound on this issue about Tom Brenneman. As I indicated, uh, Evan Millward of Channel Nine is more than willing to serve as a conduit, a bridge to begin first a conversation, and where it goes from there is anyone's idea. Some people in broadcasting recover from this; others do not. And I anticipate that Tom Brenneman has got a heart as large as the village of Marymount would like to put this issue behind him and whenever we can. And uh, I'm going to uh, pursue this with Tom and see where it goes, if anywhere. So uh, let's continue and uh, go to the calls. Go to C.K., Tom, and many others. C.K., welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. C.K., you have one minute. Please go ahead. Hi, Willie. By the way, it's B.K., like Burger King. B.K., okay, B.K. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm 66, a mother, grandmother, and I have a gay son, but I'm telling you, you were right. We'll say one word, you know, and it seems like the whole career is shot. But these stars like uh, Joe Biden, uh, LeBron James, they say stuff that Mm. is a lot worse. And he he said this in privacy, though. People got to understand, he didn't say it on the mic. The mic was open. 
If I'm in my bedroom talking to you and we say something, I wouldn't say something because we're on air right now, but I know that. But he did not know it. Like you said, it was a, uh, something he said about a movie. I mean, this guy is great. He's a great father, husband, yeah. and, and, and he has a good home. And yeah. is it, matter of fact, his father... Marty, well, and, and, I mean, you know, you know, BK, there's got to be proportionality between the offense and the punishment. In other words, an employ I did a lot of employment law for a long time. And employment law discharge was similar to capital punishment. It's the worst that can happen, discharge. And so there's got to be some proportionality. I love what Evan uh, Millward said is, let's have a conversation. Let's get together and talk. He, he doesn't represent gay Americans any more than Tom Brenneman represents, I don't know, broadcaster they're just people they're just guys and but evan understand and so why not have a conversation and see where it goes from there and then whatever happens happens but you know we all make mistakes but for the grace of god there goes i let he without sin cast the first stone whatever phrase you want to use tom brenneman's heart is as big as the village of mary he's a great guy i know him personally i know his wife polly i know i've met his two kids i don't know him real well but they got great kids and why not say, okay, he did this, the punishment is one week, two weeks, whatever the heck it is. Right. If you want to get fine him, fine him. But the man needs a second chance. He comes from a great past, a father, a family, and he's a good man. That's right. it. I, I just want to be somebody speak for him. God bless and you. I, and God, I, I, right, Let's continue. Tom, you have one minute. Then Laura, Mark, and Rick. Tom, go ahead from Bethel, a hotbed of Black Lives Matter protests. Bethel, uh, Tom, go ahead. Hey, let me tell you about Bethel. We stood up and ran those morons out of here. Uh, you know, uh, you, you take Bill Cosby. What was the old saying? Stick and stones may break my bones, but well, words will never hurt me. Yeah. Well, we, well, we don't teach that anymore. Let me tell you something, Bill. My friends, my, I'm 44 years old. When I go to my buddies' houses after baseball games, whatever, if they don't call me a word, I get offended. It's fun. He, he don't mean nothing by this. You know what I'm saying? And, Tom, if you're listening, stand up, stand proud. Don't go to the gay route. You don't have to go walk down there with them. It's, you know, we have to stand up, Bill, just like wearing these masks. I don't wear one anywhere. I won't wear one anywhere. It's time to stand up and be an American. Bethel and Tom, thank you very much. We have Rick, Laura, and Mark. The fast break is underway right now. 749-7000. 200,000 are listening. And if you want to get your words out with little or no reference for me, now's the time. It's the fast break. Let's go to Rick. Let's go to Laura first. Laura, and then Rick and Mark and many others. Laura on a cell phone. Laura, go ahead. Thanks for taking my call. Forgiveness is a much more powerful word than anything Tom Brenneman said on the radio last night. I do not know what he said. I have not heard the whole thing. But people are too quick to take things out of context, are too quick to go to the ultimate, like you said, sword to decapitate somebody. And if that's true, then no one in this world would be employed. Because everybody at some point in time has said something in the privacy of their home that they wish that they never did or that or that people didn't hear or that they didn't say. I mean, that's just life. That's because we're human. And, so, and Laura, it was an unintended. It wasn't like I'm going to say it's the F word references to gay men uh, that it begins with F and ends with G with a vowel in the middle. And he made a reference to that in a way. Uh, that uh, was improper when he thought he was not broadcasting, and he was. doesn't matter. Uh, Howard Stern says stuff all the time. Saturday Night Live people say stuff. Uh, your, your 
uh, host that on late night TV say things. It is it is sad, and and I don't think Brenneman really should apologize. Other than I'm sorry that you, that you misunderstood me. Um, I, I you know things get taken out of context and just run around. It's just sad, and and he should just stand up and say, hey, I'm sorry that that I said that I came out wrong. That isn't what I intended. Um, that's not who I am, and and let it go. And they should just let it go. Laura, thank you for your call. We have Rick and then Mark. Then I'll go to the calls and just get your name. Rick on a cell phone. Rick, go ahead. You have one. You have one minute. Hey Willie, how come the only people today you're all you're all offend are hillbillies? I mean, if, if he would have called Kansas City a hillbilly city, would, would that would that been okay, Willie? Hillbilly heaven, yeah. I dreamed I was there in hillbilly heaven. I some words are used for certain purposes and other words are not. How many men have referred to women's? body parts in a less than complimentary fashion. And, and, and you, and you got Gary Jeff Walker is always talking about slinging drinks for hillbillies on the radio, but that's okay. Right, are you offended? Are you a hillbilly? Will you be offended if I called you a hillbilly? Well, uh, why not? Yeah. You're offended. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, be offended then. Let's go to Ty, Bama, Mark, and many others. Ty on his cell phone and, uh, Ty, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. We're on the fast break. Ty, go ahead. Hey, Willie. Hey, sticks and stones may break my bones. The names will never hurt you. You know, political correctness is ruining this country. Plain and simple. Everybody's afraid to say something because somebody else is going to be scared to, to hear words. All they are are words. What would you do if, if, if you ran Fox Sports Ohio? What would you do with Tom Brenneman? I'd give him a week off, time to make sure you check your mic before you talk. All right. Thank you for your call. We have Bama, Mark, and Tracy. Bama on a cell phone. Bama, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Bama, go ahead. Willie, you're a great American. Love listening to you, brother. Thank you. Hey, um, so my question is, and maybe this is a topic for another day, you know, I don't know if it's the infinite cesspool that we call social media. I don't know what it is, but when will it end? Never. I've heard Rock, Never. I've heard Rock, I've heard Rocky mention that several times. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Driving home from work, and when will it end? Where does it stop? When is it going to stop when it's too much and everybody stands up and says, All right, enough's enough. I got to live my life, dude. What what kind of things are said about Donald Trump? What kind of things are said about uh, politicians of every ilk and description? What are the words expressed in rap music? And the answer is depends who says them and the intent. In today's world, uh, if you say the N bomb outside of a rap song, 
you could absolutely lose your job, your livelihood, and everything that you hold dear. And the same thing is true about using the F word, which should not have been used in reference to individuals who are part of the LGBTQ community. That should not be used. And Tom Brenneman freely admitted, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. Now, is the apology heartfelt? But he didn't intend it to be broadcasted anyway, which is another layer to this thing. He yes, didn't, yes. didn't intend it. I agree. And as I sit here and my uh, my two sons parking lot at their school waiting to pick them up, I look and I worry and I fear for the next 15 to 20, 10 to 15 years when they're in high school, what kind of world are we going to be living in? It's, it's not fearful. I shouldn't say that. That's the wrong word. But I am concerned. You know, I'm going to raise them the right way, be God, good God-fearing Christians. But, I mean, at what point do we just dial it back a little bit or pump the brakes or whatever phrase you want to use? Thanks for taking my call, Willie. Thank you. Let's continue now. We have Mark and Tracy and thousands of others. Mark on a cell phone, then Tracy. Mark, you're on the Bill Cunningham Show. Please go ahead. Hi, Willie. Um, from Brookville, Indiana, and it's uh, been a long time since I've called uh, WLW to talk about anything, but there was a couple uh, quick questions about uh, the context. Like, what was the context of, how, of what he said, um, and who was he talking to? Who was on the, the broadcast? Was it Chris Welsh, or was uh, it Cowboy? Uh, it was, I believe it was Chris Welch or Jim Day who was there, but it, I, I'm, and I haven't spoken to Tom, so I'm not speaking for him. A friend yeah. of mine said the exact thing he said was a phrase used in the movie Blazing Saddles when Slim Pickens, the actor, was on the back of a horse talking about gay men in Kansas City. The, yes, and, and I totally uh, understand that movie and that scene. In fact, actually, uh, Slim Pickens used a seven-letter word which is the plural of okay. the three-letter word that you say, just to clarify that part. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm enjoying the, the conversation. I'm, I'm totally with Tom, but I think uh, we need the context, you know? I'd like, I like to know that I'm not going to call Tom. I'm not going to talk to him. I know what he's going through, I think. I, I, and so well, I, I like the context. I can only guess was they were in Kansas well, City, you know, and that was the thing, and that maybe, but I don't know. I, I, I'm in the dark. Live. No, no, nobody. Live. Well, this is the other thing. Fox Sports Ohio did not have it. The producer didn't have the mics potted up. And so there's an MLB app, which you can right. get on a device and pay something a month. And, and the producer in New York upped his levels on his mic about three seconds before Fox Sports Ohio up the levels of his mic, which means that it was picked up on MLB app. It wasn't picked up Fox Sports Ohio. And so when it was picked up, those who heard it then began social media attacking Tom Brenneman. Well, what we need is somebody who heard it on MLB to tell us uh, that question of how was it used? How was that sentence used? And was it in a nasty context or was it just something that was like, right. you know, in passing. Who knows? Um, but somebody, um, what what was the situation during the game that all of a sudden you stop? And I, I know how that goes, um, that, you know, you're off the air. You know? Yeah, you're off the and air you, and you you're having a conversation. He was having a conversation. When, when, when Fox Sports does the game, there's normally two producers in the booth. There's Chris Welch and normally Jim Day. So there might have been four or five guys there. And they were talking. Jesse Jackson, uh, one of my uh, one of the great Fox Sports producers, may have been there. He's an African American male, about fifty five, sixty years old. He's been with Tom and Mark Russell uh, for a very long time before he died. Mark Russell, 
and maybe Jesse was there, but the reference was just, I can only assume, is guys talking, and then Tom did not know the mic was up on MLB app. And you kind of know, when I sit here, I know when my mic is hot or or not because there's a red light that's on or off. Uh, However, if, if Fox Sports had the mic down, Tom assumed he was not on, but MLB app had it up in New York. And so he did not know it was being broadcasted. On the other hand, uh, he was, I'd like to, as you say, Mark, I'd like to know from him, and he's, I'm not going to call him. I know he's hurting. And if I can help, I'll call him. But whatever, I'll, I'll do whatever he wants. As the context of who was saying what to who at the time. Were they talking about the movie? And he made the reference to Slim Pickens on the horse, which I didn't see Blazing Saddles. Did you? Matt Steinman said it was one of his favorite movies. But uh, nonetheless, I, I haven't seen it. But uh, the only thing I know from that is somebody punched a horse and knocked him out. And that was fun. I guess somebody could be mad about cruelty to animals. Punched a horse. I, I don't know. Don't know the reference. I know Tom Brenneman's heart. And Tom Brenneman is not homophobic. Tom Brenneman understands. And, and Tom Brenneman made a mistake. Let's continue with more. And I anticipate the governor will be here about 2.03. At your home of the Reds, News Radio 700, WLW. All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Coming up next is Eddie Fingers and Deb Haas. And uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie's sidekick, Rocky Borman, is a uh, well-deserved day off. So uh, let's see where we go from here. And there's been a little more activities on the Tom Brenneman front. Tom Brenneman is my friend. He's been my friend. He will be my friend. And uh, he apologized profusely. But on Wednesday night, Brenneman's hot mic went live as he finished his sentence, quote, the, and the F word was used relative to a, a gay man that begins with F and ends with G. Uh, quote, the F capitals of the world. He then went on to say, within about three seconds, Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing. The Reds uh, suspended uh, Brenneman that evening. And uh, also it came out a couple hours ago that the family-owned roofing company, a great company, Ray St. Clair Roofing, disavowed Reds broadcaster Tom Brenneman's homophobic slur Wednesday night. Brenneman made his comment not realizing his mic was hot and immediately plugged the Fairfield business when he thought the broadcast for the pregame show had resumed. According to uh, Alicia St. Clair, one of the owners of the business, we're kind of in a bit of, of a shock. They are not our beliefs. We don't condone that. And uh, St. Clair Roofing stressed the family company has no direct marketing or advertising relationship with Tom. The fact that the broadcast mentioned their company on air was because they were sponsoring the Reds pregame show through the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Miss St. Clair said, quote, it has nothing to do with us. It's just whoever is calling the game. It's unfortunate our plug came after what he had said. And for those who want to see it in context, it's all over all over the Internet if you want to see it. And the Red said on Wednesday, which is yesterday, by addressing our broadcast team in the coming days, adding the team embraces zero tolerance policy for bias or discrimination of any kind. Truly sorry to anyone who had been offended, unquote. And uh, also Fox Sports and Fox Sports Ohio. How this occurred is somewhat illustrative. It was not intended to be broadcasted. But when you do these games, there's some, uh, some levers you pull up or down. None of this went out over Fox Sports Ohio at all, zero. Uh, there was a M- MLB app, which you can purchase. And someone in uh, New York, a producer, uh, turned his mic up maybe three seconds before it was intended. 
And so uh, the words expressed by Tom Brenneman about uh, homosexual men are not truly his beliefs whatsoever. According to one person this morning told me that 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 was a line delivered in the movie Blazing Saddles, Slim Pickens on a horse talking about Kansas City uh, being the so-called F capital of the world, unquote. And he used the whole word. Also, I'm told in that film and that uh, presentation, the N word is liberally dropped and things of that character. And for those who missed it about an hour and a half ago, Evan uh, Millward. And frankly, the great American did not know that Evan Millward had come out gay because I. And those aren't things that really move the meter much, but I did not know that. I've always considered Evan Millward at Channel 9 to be a very fine reporter. I've had him on repeatedly on various issues. I, I like to think I have on uh, individuals based upon the content they provide, not their sexual orientation. But Evan Millward, I always liked the guy because his first name is the first name of my son. He wrote a column, This Is Not a Time to Be Quiet. Tom Brenneman, help me understand. And what, those who can go, you can check it out on the podcast sometime after 4 o'clock today, the 1 o'clock interview. And uh, Evan said that anyone with a TV or a smartphone has heard about it, probably even heard in full the Tom Brenneman clip by now. He goes on to say, I won't recount it all. You read about it. His hot mics have a funny way of revealing things we want kept private. To Cincinnati and Sports, Twitter's credit reaction was swift, and the comment was almost con- universally condemned. Uh, he, he said that... Uh, He's had a near 30-year-plus career. They say his father's an icon. Marty Brenneman, we grew up with the Brennemans as they grew up with us. It was one mistake. It was a slip. But let me understand, dropping the F-bomb when you stub your toe is a slip. Using the, I can't use the word, but using the F-word in reference to a gay man, that's a choice. He's, uh, Evan Millward says, as a gay man, I want you to know, know as a journalist, I always want to know more. We heard a split second of the statement. I have many questions. What was Tom talking about? Why did he choose that word? Is that commonplace in Fox Sports Ohio Studios? Did anyone say anything about his word choice before they knew it went out over, over the air? Is he truly sorry for what he said or just sorry it went public? Uh, I can say that uh, having not discussed this with him in person or on the phone, he is extremely remorseful, very sorry, and he wants forgiveness. And the apology was kind of interrupted by a home run by Castellanos, and that's 4 nothing. that made it look as if it was a cheapened apology because he was calling the game. That's not the case. Tom did not arrange for Castellanos to hit a home run to make it 4 nothing. He was in the middle of a heartfelt apology for having that word aired, which he did not intend it to be aired, at the time the home run was hit. So at this point, uh, the uh, I've communicated with Tom... Uh, directly about the desires of uh, Evan Millward to uh, to meet with Tom and uh, maybe to learn more about the issue of and the pains inflict- inflicted upon gay men and lesbian females at times by those who are ignorant of one issue or another and uh, to b- become more informed. And so I-, I do not know. I have a lot. I have a hundred texts here from friends, associates and others, and I've got nearly a thousand responses on my Twitter account which is at Willie 700 WLW about what can be done at this point. Often what, what occurs is that the left will use words to uh, use as a weapon against their political opponents that have nothing to do with what was said, but is used to silence people because they express thoughts the left considers inappropriate. Uh, many times there's progressive privilege. 
that allows individuals on certain political viewpoints to say whatever they want or do whatever they want. And because the mob generally is not going to call for their dismissal, because as an American, I believe in forgiveness. I believe in redemption. I believe that's the way we ought to conduct ourselves as Americans is redeem and say, I'm sorry. And I have no doubt, take it to the bank, that Tom Brenneman is very, very, very sorry for what he said. Not because he got caught, as some have said on my Twitter account, but because he is sorry to cause pain to individuals who otherwise should not be subjected to pain while watching a Major League Baseball game. Except what happens on the field can be painful. The broadcasters are a screen or a conduit or a bridge from what is being observed to what is being expressed. And in the past, we're now playing by a completely separate set of rules than were available just a few years ago when Kobe Bryant used the same word in reference to an official on the court that made a bad call. And when Kobe Bryant called him the F word for a gay man, uh, there was a, uh, a T.O. There was a technical foul called. There was discussion in the in NBA what to do. And the answer was basically, uh, he got a technical foul. That's enough. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you don't do that kind of stuff. And that was nine years ago in 2011, which, you know, the world changes so quickly, so much, all the time, frequently. And um, I asked Evan Millward, uh, what can be done to correct this? You know, in life, there ought to be a commensurate equality between the offense committed on one hand and the punishment on the other. And having worked for years in labor law, Ohio Civil Service Employees Association, OCSCA, I was one of the attorneys. We always argue about, okay, the employee did this that was wrong, so the commensurate penalty must be in the realm to correct the wrongful behavior. One does not uh, commit a petty uh, theft, and you get the death penalty. Admit wrongdoing. And so there has to be an equalization between the offense and the penalty. In today's world, all too many times, an offense is committed and the penalty in the employment setting is capital punishment. You're dead. You're gone. You don't go to the top of the ladder unless lots of steps along the way up are marked. I cannot recall. Correct me if I'm wrong. Seven four nine seven thousand. And the 34 years that Tom Brenneman has been in broadcasting, starting right here in the morning show, I can recall the first few days he came here after he spoke for his father. He was 22, 23 years old. It was at the Duke Energy Center, although it then wasn't called the Duke Energy Center. I'm sitting there at a table with Tony Kernan, who, as Matt Diamond knows, uh, ran Channel five in the 1970s and 80s and uh, of course when you got the name Brenneman and broadcasting Marty can open the door but once you walk into the room your name doesn't protect you you got to perform so he came here and did the morning show for a long long period of time and then from that conversation he went to channel five worked with dozens of broadcasters been in broadcasting for 34 years and the guy's only 56 years old, which to me is somewhat young, but to you might be old. So he spent his life in broadcasting. 
And I know from my friends at Marymount, the home of the Warriors, they're going through a major building of a brand new high school. And I always like going to Marymount because it always meant an easy victory for Deer Park, wherever we played. Marymount was always easy. The Warriors went down hard. But nonetheless, Tom is and Polly, his lovely wife, are connected to Marymount. And he put up all the money for a broadcast center there that is really, as we speak, under construction to help kids at Marymount in the future take care of their digital requirements and radio and broadcasting, all that stuff. And, Tom, uh, I've been at many events most recently, a few months back, at uh, the Furball, the Furball, in which it's a major fundraising effort for, for the SPCA to help animals and others in particular need. And, uh, of course, Judy Recker, perhaps the greatest real estate agent in the tri-state, Judy Recker, is the co-chair of the Furball. I've sat at her table. And Tom Brenneman was the MC, donating thousands of dollars and so much of his time to help our furry friends that need help because of the leadership of Judy Recker at Sipsy Klein. And I could recount hundreds of stories over the last 34 years where he used his so-called celebrity for benefits of others. One of the best things that is said to me is a wasted life occurs when someone in a position to assist others fail to take that opportunity. For some reason, if you're in broadcasting, people look up to you a little bit, many times misplaced, but in this case it is not. And that if I find myself in a position because of my so-called celebrity to help others and I fail to take that advantage, that would be truly a wasted life. Tom Brenneman and Marty Brenneman and Polly Brenneman have spent their life thus far assisting others when they had the ability to do so. So there are many individuals that have been uh, brightened in their day by a telephone call from Tom Brenneman at Children's Hospital to help their kid get through chemotherapy. There have been numerous occasions in the last uh, several years where a kid with leukemia or somebody with other human ailments or a battered woman got a telephone call from Marty or Tom Brenneman because somebody said, would you mind calling so-and-so to brighten their day? And so he has taken every opportunity for the past 34 years to assist others deep in Red's country. So when a man makes a mistake, weighed against the benefits he has provided, I hope the Red's organization and Fox Sports step back for a moment and say, okay, what was the penalty to be imposed for this offense? Is it a capital offense where the worst thing we can do to an employee is to fire them? Is this commensurate with a dischargeable offense? I pray not. I ask that insight is provided to the Reds organization and the Fox Sports to recognize wrongful behavior, recompense, a uh, full apology, and then rehabilitation. But for the grace of God, there would go any of us. Coming up next is Eddie and Deb at your home of the Reds in his radio 700 WLW. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.